Hey, CEOs, welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman podcast. I'm your host, Christy Bowie, and you guys loved our episode with Priscilla a few weeks ago. If you don't remember, it was the one where we were talking about being on an island in Fiji. You cannot forget that one. But you guys loved that so much. We have actually brought on Lauren, who is a partner of Priscilla's at the Ford Female. So I'm so excited to introduce today Lauren Cheek. She is the co-founder and creative director at The Forward Female, and she is deeply passionate about inspiring women to create a positive mindset, help them use their gifts and skills to create their dream life, which I know is what we are all aiming to do. She's now focused on helping emerging entrepreneurs bring their visions to fruition. After residing and working in Los Angeles for the last 14 years, Lauren has had the blessed opportunity to build multiple businesses and collaborate alongside some of the most sought-after brands in the world. Her goal is to pass forward all of the lessons and knowledge she has acquired and help women move forward faster in their career. She also loves a cold glass of rosé on a hot day and her pup, James D. Um, yes, absolutely, dogs and rosé. Like, we're already best Green friends. Room. I love it's this. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for being here. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Perfect. I know Priscilla gave us a little bit, but I would love to hear kind of from your take how you kind of, you and the Ford female got here and to what it is today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been such an evolution and Priscilla and I really came together through working together previously. And so we had already had that really great work ethic together and built that kind of relationship. And really it was this conversation that we kept having of wanting to connect our networks and bring women together and find ways to really empower them to go after that dream life. Because we kept seeing, especially in LA, there was so much competition amongst women. And we were like, how can we create more space to bring in more collaboration and more complementing instead of competing? And it was really this whole idea of wanting to help women in business specifically because of what we were seeing. And so it was through that process, we were building her personal brand. My first business baby was a creative agency where I did branding and websites and marketing, which we now do at Forward Female Today. We were doing that for her personal brand and she was wanting to highlight all of her amazing friends. And she was like, okay, I want to put on here that I do photography and writing and this and that. And I'm like, okay, I love this idea that you want to highlight women, but I think this is not your personal brand. Let's like, figure out what this is. And it was really kind of unpacking that idea. of If we combined both of our networks and our friends of friends and connected everybody together, how much faster we would all rise. And so along with that idea, we really kind of kept going with it and built Ford Female, which is now a coaching and creative agency. We actually started uh, with a physical space in downtown LA and was hosting events all the time. We just love building community been really helping women. And so it's been kind of the same mission the whole time, but it's definitely evolved and changed. And I mean, we all know the world has been kind of turned upside down and back again going through the pandemic. And so it's been a roller coaster, but we're really proud of where we built it to today and that we've kind of stayed consistent with that mission the whole time. Yeah, I love that. And hearing kind of the evolution of the company as you guys changed yeah. and, you know, this this idea of community in business, I think, is so important. And 
it's interesting to me that you saw and it makes sense probably in LA, like so much competition, right? And at the end of the day, it's, it doesn't really matter, right? Like there's enough out there for everybody. And if we work together, we are going to figure out how to better each other. And just at the end of the day, like, well, everybody will get rather better results, whether it's us or our clients. So I think that's so important. But it sounds like you have been through maybe a lot of different iterations of businesses, starting them, you know, learning how to do that. What would you say are some of the things that you've noticed really make a business owner be successful or really kind of jump in that journey so we're not going through this struggle as much? Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the biggest things that um, I would say is having that accountability and support and community to have your back when you're going through those hard days. Because being an entrepreneur, especially a solopreneur just starting out, it's easy to get excited and to get going, but it's hard when you hit those roadblocks and those tough days and those challenges that you aren't sure what steps to take next. And so that is really why we built our community and we have an accountability club within that to where we support women every single week. And it's a safe space to be able to share and really ask questions. And I think that's a really key element is finding community or mentor or business coach or even just education that can really help you get past those roadblocks because definitely not an easy journey being an entrepreneur. It takes that tenacity of keeping going and being able to ask for help when you're and get that real support. Yeah, I definitely think that's something I've noticed as well. It's just like leveraging anybody you have and can talk to. I mean, I know for me, like, I'm getting boxer messages right now from a friend of mine who's who I just was like, man, this has been a really, really rough week. So, you know, talking about how we need that level of accountability and how we need people to talk to, I think this really plays into the idea of mindset as an entrepreneur, keeping a, you know, whether it needs to be positive all the time, whether we just need to have that focused mindset. What do you tend to see and how do your entrepreneurs, whether you're coaching them, whether it be you and your business, what are things we need to keep in mind when we are trying to have positive or productive mindset? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, first of all, you're not going to always have a positive, happy mindset. Like, let's just be real. And so I always say you have to build up your toolkit, things that you can do and life hacks that you can use when you are having those off days, when you are just not feeling it, because you're not always going to be feeling it and you have to be able to self-motivate. And so for me, I mean, I have so many, but just a few good ones that I've started doing recently as just like a form of self-love and self-care is I started doing cryo and infrared sauna and red light therapy. And that's, I did red light therapy for a while. It was great. (laughs) It has so many great benefits. And so that's something I've physically done for my body that's really helped me get past any funks that I feel. It really helps. I think anything that you start to move your body and get into a different state change, it really helps you shift your perspective and your paradigm. Another really great one I do is having a really solid morning routine. And so for me, I'm an early bird. I wake up between 5 and 5.30, usually just naturally. And I like that because it gets me a head start on the day. I get a jump start to where I can start quiet. I can have my cup of tea and do my journaling and meditation. I don't feel like I'm scrambling or rushing into the day because I feel like the energy you start the day with is pretty much going to follow through the day. And so if you start very scrambled, rushed, trying to push through things, you're going to bring that energy with you. And I always say energy is contagious. 
And so the energy you're putting out, you're going to be attracting back and other people around you are going to feel it. So being able to really kind of have that pause moment in the morning and really get into a, my day with a slow, steady start gives me that level head and that solid grounding to go throughout the day. Yeah, I love that. And something I am very much working on, although I am not <laughs> an early bird at all. I'm like, oh, 730s pretty early. Yeah, I like what works for you. I used to be the same way. I used to not even be able to get out of bed before like 10 a.m. And so I think it's just making those small shifts and those changes. And really, that all stems from the self-awareness. It's really being able to, I always say, power in the pause, stop and really identify what works for you and what feels good for you, because it's not the same for everyone. And I think that you don't have to follow the same routine and schedule as anybody else. You do what works for you. And I think that's the beauty of building your own toolkit is you're not going to have the same tools as me and you won't even have the same tools. It's every single person is so unique and so different. And so it's figuring out what really actually works for you. So you've had some time to kind of perfect this for yourself, but I'd love to hear what were some things that you tried that the world was telling you to do that actually maybe didn't work for you? Yeah. Okay. I think one that I'm probably still trying to do, but just hasn't worked for me is the phone in the morning thing. People have told me like, don't put your phone in your bedroom. Don't go on your phone before bed. Don't go on your phone in the morning. But for me, I... I think I I know myself enough to know where I need to draw the line and I won't get sucked down that rabbit hole. But I think also it helps me just get organized and see what's happening. And so I think that's probably something I could still work on. But that's something that I'm like, okay, it works for me, like waking up and being able to check my phone first thing, just so I can kind of make sure I'm not missing anything, make sure I do have that top of mind when I'm doing my journaling and brain dumping. And that's a really good uh, tool that I've used too is first thing in the morning after I walk my dog and I start making my coffee, I do a brain dump immediately. And that just helps me clear out anything that's like processing in my mind, anything I need to get done that day, client projects, work stuff, anything, even just personal stuff of like, I need to do laundry today. I make sure I brain dump it all out and that helps me kind of see it all and then I can prioritize it and then put it into time blocks. Yeah. And I always love debunking myths of like, oh, what people tell you you need to do, because I've actually always been the same way. I remember back when I was working a corporate job at a really needy firm, my my coworkers were always like, I don't understand why you have your email on your phone. Like, I would always check it before I came into work. And they were like, well, like, why do that? And I was like, I just want to know what I'm walking into. Yeah. Right. Like, it's just like, if I wake up and I see a fire drill, like, I'm going to mentally be burdened. To walk into the office and be bombarded. And for someone like me, like I need that time to prepare myself to walk into yeah. that. But I can also see if you're not well controlled about your emotions, how that could already, you know, start your day really chaotic. So I totally see both sides of that. And that's really, I think, where the self-awareness comes into this. So talking about how you have really learned all these things, were there specific things that you've done to help learn yourself because the more and more I talk to people, the more and more that kind of comes up, right? It number one, work on yourself and then your business will grow as a result of that. Are there some specific things that you believe 
anybody should do or that really, really helped you on getting to know and working on yourself? Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. And it's just, you know, it's an ongoing evolution. I'll even pinpoint it down to a specific moment. When I turned 25, I went on my very first solo trip to Australia and I was pitching this like magical trip. Like, I don't even know what I was expecting. And it was a magical trip but in all the different ways. There was moments where I was crying. I like was like, oh, my God, why did I come on a trip by myself? There is definitely hard moments. But I think when you're faced with this adversity and these challenging moments, that's when you're pushed to level up and to grow the most. And so for me, really being alone, truly alone to where I couldn't just go over to a friend's house. You know, I could obviously call somebody, but I really tried to push myself to say, "Okay, let me sit with this and unpack this and see what is all this that's happening here and what are all these feelings that I'm feeling. And while I was doing that, I really dove into education and specifically audibles. I would just go for walks around. I was in Bondi Beach for a few weeks and I loved it there. I love it. And I would just put on my headphones and listen to a book. And it was so liberating, I think, to be alone in a place that I had no idea where I was, didn't know anybody, didn't know anything. And after being in LA for the last decade, coming from Seattle originally, I had never really put myself out of my comfort zone in that way. And so really pushing myself out of my bubble and then having those educational resources holding me up, I'll say, really helped me. And my number one book I still love to this day that I've read so many times is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And that really gave me a good foundation of self-awareness, but also of this new stem of like developing Lauren 2.0. And so I always try and say like, when you're trying to up-level, when you're trying to go through this process, your own evolution, right? Really think about who is that next version of you? Who is that 2.0 self? And then start thinking about how would she show up? What would she do? What would she say? Even down to like, what would she eat? She would choose the salad over the cheeseburger because she wants to be healthier and knows that it's going to give her more energy and she's going to feel better. And so I started putting myself into that mindset and it really helped me, I think, zoom out from my just current being and into this higher level of self. Yeah, I love that. I, you know, I love when you talk about thinking about the person you want to be because just thinking that kind of already helps us there, right? We know what our path is and what we want our path to be. And I actually just spoke to someone the other day. Um, if our listeners are listening, it was Paige's episode, which will be probably a few before this one. And she was really talking about how one of her routines in the morning is to write out things she's grateful for. She may not exist in her current being, but she's saying, I am so grateful for this lake house I have. It's great. And so just literally putting herself in this position of taking on the persona of that person and just saying that to, to guide your emotion. Because when you are in, literally in the mind of the person you want to be, like you're going to start thinking about thinking like them. Like them. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. Absolutely. And I think that's true manifestation, right? It's not this kind of like woo woo thing about it now, but really, manifestation right. is being able to get clear on what you want and then affirming it as if it's already happening. 
And so, but I think underneath that, the root of that is this undoubted belief that it is going to happen. And so I think that's why affirmations are so powerful because it puts you into that mindset of it's already happening. And that gratitude element really helps shift the energy level. And if you're like operating at this high energy level and you understand why you want it and you're affirming it as if it's already happening, that's how you get things going. That's how you manifest quickly. And I think it's really stems from knowing yourself and knowing who you want to become. Yeah. And I, I like that you say it's not this woo-woo side of it because I'm very into the logical and the science behind it. But, you know, at one point I had a therapist who was basically like, your body physically reacts to the things that it's telling you. So like, or you think you're telling it. And so your body, like if you are telling it this, it's not you deciding to do it. It's your body reacting to that response you gave it in like almost an unconscious way. So I just thought that was the coolest thing. Talking about this manifestation, wanting to get a step further. Can you tell us, were there times in your business journey where you were just really struggling, where you were like, I don't know if I can do this, how I can do this. Did that ever happen to you in your journey? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's points you come across, like I said, those roadblocks that are challenging. And I think with the pandemic, everyone was kind of feeling that and going through it. I mean, we had a huge two-story space in downtown LA and, and we had just opened our doors like a few months prior. And so I think that was definitely a, a roadblock moment of saying, okay, like we can either pivot and keep going or we can just give up here. And so we really took power in the pivot and being able to say, okay, we're going to evolve this. And I think a way that we did it really smart was we leaned into the community we had already built, even though it was small at the time, we had really leaned in and asked and were listening to what they were saying. Um, And we were like, how can we continue to support you? How can we help you go through this transition? And the two biggest things we were hearing over and over again was, well, I need accountability because I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And I don't feel like I have a support system because I can't go see everyone now. And B, how am I going to turn my in-person business digital? I don't even have a website. I don't even know what to do. And so it was just kind of divine timing, I guess, that I had already had a creative agency that I had started in 2014. And so I was so familiar with that process and so familiar with helping individuals and businesses go digital on scale and really with their marketing. And so it was just this synergistic, I guess, shift for us to go from our physical space into fully digital. And now we're this beautiful hybrid to where we have in-person events again, which we love. We're able to really help solve those pain points. And we really looked at it as how can we provide a solution to these problems that we keep seeing, we keep hearing that our community is going through. Yeah. And I love that you said you listen to your community because we know that is how we're going to sell. At the end of the day, people buy or pay for things that they they want that solve a problem in their life. Yeah. So as, you know, the pandemic hit, as you had to shift, you've listened to those. Have you had to continue to shift since kind of things came back? Well, yes, in the sense of now we're doing more, I would say. Uh, We're definitely adding more into what we're doing, especially now that we can be in person again. Having these in-person events from our happy hours, we have member meetups, and now we're I know I see them all the time, and I'm like, why don't I live in LA? That'd be so fun. (laughs) This events. Uh, But yeah, we're starting to host them all over the country and eventually the world. So 
it's great that that really was one of the, I guess, blessings in disguise of the pandemic was prior, we were just limited to our little LA bubble. And we couldn't really reach outside of that because that's where our space was. But once we went digital, we were able to really help women all over the world. And it's been really incredible to see women from all sorts of dis- different countries coming together and sharing their just being vulnerable, but sharing like what they're going through of insight and also like the people. And I think when you can speak it and really share and talk about it and debunk it, that's when it helps other people because then they feel like they're not so alone. They're not the only ones going through it. And it helps you too. just being, it gives you power, I guess, being able to declare and talk about it and really get that support coming back to you. Yes, absolutely. I can tell you for definite fact, just having people who can relate to what I'm going yes. through on a daily basis because nobody who doesn't go through it gets it, right? It's like this crazy being a business owner, having to pivot every day, feeling different every day, having like a little thing shatter your world and then the next day you're fine. That is just its own journey yes. all in one. So Lauren, can you give us a little bit more about if our listeners want to work with the forward female, if they want to get involved in events, you know, in depth, like how do we do that? What are our options? Yes, absolutely. So we have three different kind of pillars at forward female. So we have our community, which within that we have our accountability club, like I mentioned, where twice a week we get together virtually. And that's where we have these really powerful conversations. But you're also paired up with somebody in a breakout room and you get to talk one-on-one. So it's that element of being able to network with women from all over the world who, like you said, are going through it. And I think that's like the difference between sympathy and empathy is like you can sympathize with like your family. They'll be like, I understand you're going through this, but they haven't been there. They can't empathize with it. Mm -hmm. And so having that community to really understand what you're going through and give a lot of feedback in real time, I think is really powerful. And so we have the community side, but then we have our business coaching, which is kind of the more one-on-one strategic. If you're needing that advice, you're needing help with your business plan, your financials, or just laying it all out and getting clear on what your business is and how to launch it, we offer that. And then we also have our creative agency, which is once you've figured out the business, we help you create it. So the branding, the marketing, your website, all of that good stuff, we help you really take everything that you've been building and bring it to life. I love that. So literally like a full service all the way through, get your idea, get it made, get it out to the world. Yeah, that's our goal is that we've seen, that. I mean, even me having an agency prior, there was a lot of disconnect with clients who would go work with somebody to do their branding and then come to somebody else for their website and then try and get business coaching from someone else. And it was just almost this disjointed thing. And so we really wanted to make this kind of one-stop destination for entrepreneurs that are needing that support and help and also just wanting to build their community and get more connected and build those relationships. Yeah, I love that. So to our listeners, you know, if you guys are looking for that one-stop shop to really help you elevate your business, coaching, making sure that you have that website that really embodies exactly what you've been talking about with your coach, definitely go check out the Forward Female. Lauren, where can we find you? Absolutely. So you can find us on our website, forwardfemale.com. And we're on all the socials just under Forward Female. Perfect. So thank you so much, Lauren, for being here. To our listeners, we will tag all of those in the show notes. And I'm sure you've seen me tag them before. So 
follow me. We'll get connected. And Lauren, I just want to thank you again for sharing your story and experience. I know it'll be super motivating and helpful. Of course. Thank you for having me. Love this conversation. Amazing. So to our listeners, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you.